Hello and welcome to the Band Director's Desk Podcast. Today we're going to talk about the way we make tone on our instruments and some ways that we can practice that. So here we go. The Band Director's Desk Podcast. Hello and Welcome to the Band Director's Desk Podcast. My name is Joe Radke. I'm a teacher, and I'm a trombone player, and I'm a director. And uh, today, we're going to talk about maybe the most important thing to practice, and that is tone. And how do we get good tone, or how do we consider what is good tone on our instruments? So how do you practice tone? Well, the first thing you do when you practice tone is you have to know what a good tone sounds like. you got to start from what the heck is this instrument supposed to sound like? Whether it's a trumpet or a flute or a trombone or whatever, or a snare drum, what is it supposed to sound like and how do you do that? Well, no other time in human history has it been easier than it is right now. You can literally just go YouTube and find hundreds of videos and music related to the instrument that you're working on playing. So that's where I would start. If you've got a great teacher, um, they can suggest people to listen to. Um, one of my greatest influences trombone-wise is like J.J. Johnson and Curtis Fuller, Joe Alessi, Christian Lindbergh, you know, all these great trombone players um, that are, are either with us now or from history um, have really left a legacy of trombone tone behind for me to imitate. So let's go back. Let's take a little lesson. Let's stroll back to your babyhood. So you're a, a, a tiny baby and you are developing the tone of your voice. How do you do that? You're listening to your parents, and you're listening to the, your parents' friends, and your relatives and your family, and they're all just talking with each other, and you pick up on their, their tone, their style, their, their inflections. You can put emotion into your voice, and it's still your voice. You use just enough air to make a good voice, um, not too much, not too little, um, and you can do all kinds of things with it without thinking. That's where we want to get on our instrument. You want to listen to enough music that that image in your mind is so good that there is no choice when you're practicing but to play with that tone. Okay, so now you've got this really good tone in your mind. What do you do next? Well, having a good teacher, private lessons are really, really helpful in this area. Having a good teacher that can sit down with you and help you get there quicker is really important. Um, if you don't have this, you can do some research on the internet and find examples of people teaching this on the internet for your instrument, which will help. But there is a specific setup that's been proven to work best for most people when you're talking about your embouchure or your grip, if you're a percussionist or where you strike or, or how to play, that's going to produce the best tone on your instrument. Um, on, on a woodwind instrument, you've got equipment to deal with. You've got reeds and mouthpieces, and, and having a good teacher to help you sort of sift through that will, will really help you get there quicker. If you have a piece of equipment that's not functioning very well, then it's going to hold you back um, in the tone department especially. Um, I know this to be true for beginner mouthpieces. On woodwind instruments, sometimes are of, not of the highest um, commitment to consistent quality. So sometimes they're really okay and sometimes they're not good at all. 
and they might not be flat or they might be chipped or you know dented or scratched or something and they just don't work as well um, as a really good flat um, very consistently made mouthpiece so um, talk to your teacher about that um, to, to help you find that correct mouthpiece um, on a brass instrument the mouthpiece can make a huge difference. I know for me, I've tried all different kinds of mouthpieces, and the mouthpiece that works best for me on the trombone just happens to be a little bit bigger than most people would play. Um, I've tried smaller ones to, to improve how high or you know, how long I can play and all that, but I found that you know, it really comes down to what's, what's comfortable. All that said, when you have a great concept of what your tone is going to sound like, you can make that sound on just about any quality instrument as long as the instrument functions properly. Um, it's funny how that works, but um, I've heard uh, really great players take a really terrible instrument and play it and it sounds good. It's a lot in your head. All right, now you're physically at home and you're ready to practice. What do you do now? You want to practice that tone. Here's what I do. I play stuff for a really long time. I had a great teacher in, at, uh, in college and she uh, was teaching us how to play flute. Joanna, if you're listening, I'm talking about you. Uh, she, she gave me something that I took with me and I've carried with me for all my teaching forever. Um, she said, find your, your best sounding note on your instrument. Whatever note that is. You know, if on trombone, it could be your F in the staff. And if that's a really great sounding note, now go down chromatically a note and make that note sound as good as the F. And then go up chromatically a note and make that note sound as good as the F until you've expanded your range the whole way you can. So start with what you know and work your way out. You don't have to be in a hurry, but you do have to be really diligent and really passionate and relentlessly pursue that tone. Don't let it go. Um, make sure it's what you want. Okay. When you're practicing tone, it's very important that you pay attention to your body. You know, when you talk, you're pretty relaxed most of the time. Even when you're angry and you're shouting at somebody, chances are your body is in a relaxed enough position that you're not thinking about the mechanics of you yelling. You're thinking about the content. We want to get there with music too. So when you practice long tones, or anything really, practice playing with the, the relaxed, um, almost like out of mind, out of body experience that you want to have when you're playing your instrument. You want to be thinking about the emotional context and the sound and the phrasing. You don't want to be thinking about third position E flat or first valve F. You want to be thinking about the music, not about the mechanics. Victor Wooten has a great book called The Music Lesson. And one thing I remember from that book is he said something about, you know, the music doesn't come from your instrument. It comes from you. Just like the story doesn't come from the pen, it comes from the writer. The pen is just the tool that helps you get the sound out or the, the story out. So when you're practicing, make sure you're relaxed and that you're using the least amount of muscular effort possible to make a really good sound. Make sure you're sitting with a good posture and that your hand positions are good and start with that every time. Start with really long tones. Play that F for eight counts. Sing that F for eight counts. Buzz it on your mouthpiece for eight counts. 
Okay, drummers, you're sitting there going, oh, you're talking about all this stuff to do with your embouchure and everything. Well, I found that drummers um, often neglect tone, and they shouldn't. You have a very easy way to make good tone, but it's also very difficult. <laughs> you, you've got to make sure your grip matches, right? If one hand is different than the other hand, or you're not consistent, then your tone's not going to be the same from hand to hand. The other thing is, is you've got to make sure your beating spot is consistent. You know, if you've got a practice pad, you should have a little tiny dot, and that should be your target, and you should practice hitting that target. I want you to go on YouTube sometime and watch some videos of some famous drummers. Just watch them play. But I want you to look at their snare drum, and I want you to notice how big the worn-out spot is on the drum. If you look at their drum set, their drum kit, the better drummer they are, the smaller dot they have on every drum of where you can see that the head has been wiped off, that's a good indicator that really good drummers try to hit the same place because they're going for the sound too. And you know drummers, you don't have to play a bad sounding snare drum. You can learn to tune your drum too. Go on YouTube, there's a million ways to learn how to do that. Different videos. I'm not a drummer so I'm not going to make that video, but someone else will. Um, learn how to tune your drum. You don't play an out of tune drum. Even a terrible, cheap, you know, toy drum can sound good if you tune it. <laughs> so, um, tone is, is, is very, very important. Um, to, so to sum this up, the very first thing you need to do for tone, make, uh, get a good concept of tone. Listen, listen, listen. Get recordings. The second thing for tone, make sure you have good equipment and your equipment's in good shape. And then the third thing is, is practice long tones and with relaxed, you know, posture and feeling and, and expand your range till all of your tone feels consistent. And then the final point of all of this is that now you need to take that feeling and you need to transfer it into the rest of your practice session. And you need to be diligent and relentless about it. Don't let technical things ruin your good tone. If you have good tone, people will listen to you. If you have bad tone but can play everything else amazing, people won't listen to you because they don't want to hear bad tone. I hope that helps. Uh, I will see you next week. Um, next week we're going to talk about three types of listening and how they relate to practice. And if you have any suggestions or comments, please put them in um, the comments below if you're on the YouTube video. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the little bell so you get the notifications of the upcoming videos. And uh, yeah, comment below if you've got things that you'd like me to talk about or if you have some suggestions or anything like that. I keep making, trying to make improvements to this video. So, um, and it's, I'm having a lot of fun doing it. So, I'm out. <laughs>